Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Holla in a Hotspot, answering all your burning questions that have been thrown out from the basic universe. Like, I am not gonna lie, I am having so much fun doing these. Like, because, number one, partly because I'm nosy as fuck, right? Like, maybe low-key, high-key why I want to be a therapist, but like, yeah, I'm nosy as hero. So, having all of these questions, I'm like, guys... People on these streets living, right? Living. So as you know, I will keep explaining the rules of the game. Um, so in Holland a Hotspot, you submit your questions. I ask only one thing of you. You may submit them anonymously, but I ask one thing that you tell me where you are from so I can arrange the questions and also so I can give contextual advice because guys, life is different from Cape to Cairo. So, yeah. Also, some people in the USA, like one of these is in the USA. So, like, I'm like, that's a completely different context to the continent. Like, I know there's a lot of similarities and differences, but guys, let us be intersectional about our feminism and our sex positivity and our queerness. Thank you. So, first question is from Ghana. And um, they're like, hello, hello to you too. I want to try some new things in bed and I'm wondering how to push people's boundaries in sex, especially in casual sex when the relationship space doesn't exist without pressure. They put bunny ears around pressure. How do I bring up new things I want to do without making it seem like I'm taking things too far? Okay, so number one, maybe let's not call it pushing people's boundaries um, because that's a bit, uh, that feels a bit much to me. But like, I think it's, Not I think. I should stop being so apologetic sometimes, guys. I must be better. In this 2022, I must be better. But I think instead of calling it pushing people's boundaries, it's a case of like, how do I explore with people? And I understand that sometimes when there's not that relationship space, but even when there is that relationship space, bringing up new things is hard, my G. So one of the best ways to bring up new things is having the conversation beforehand, right? Because what a lot of people try and do is they try and have the conversation during the act, during the people. And now you're like, you're thrown off your game, you butt naked. Somebody's like, can I put a finger in your butt? You're like, whoa, how wow, how wow. And you're like, hey, but how, what? So what you can do, even if it's in a non-relationship space, it doesn't mean that you're not having conversations, right? So things that you want to explore, do the research yourself first, right? Like Google some things figure out some things, find some examples, right? And then slide into this person's DMs and be like, you know what? (laughs) Flix hair. We're meeting this Saturday. Here's some things I'd like to try. Why don't you have a think about it? And then you can have that conversation because they're maybe like, they're like, Aish, I'm not quite ready. So say you're sleeping with a straight man, with a heterosexual man. He's like, and you're like, I would really like to try pegging. And he's like, oh, I'm not quite ready for pegging. But what we can fox with is a finger in the butt. We're always going to go back to the finger in the butt, right? Always go back to the finger in the butt. He's like, I'm not quite ready for pegging. Um, By the way, for those of y'all who don't know, pegging is when you penetrate a heterosexual man with a strap on. As it's often as a, um, you know, woman or signed female at birth or whatever it is. Uh, That's the thing. It was coined by, I think his name is David Spade. David Spade? David something. But he's a sex columnist in the States, a gay man. Trust a gay man to be telling straight men how to get penetrated with a strap on. But, you know, God bless the gays. 
So yeah, so it's a case of like having the conversation beforehand because I think sometimes people try to have the conversation during the sex. But if you have it beforehand, then you can discuss boundaries. You can discuss, uh, what is it they call it in yoga? Variations. When you're like, oh, I can't quite reach there. Why don't you try this type thing? So like send examples, do the research, have the conversation, share, meet for drinks before and have like a whole vibe, right? Have a whole conversation around the things that need to happen. And that's a way of not pushing boundaries, but like having negotiations, having conversations, which is so important during sex. And this goes not only for people who are having one night stands and stuff, but even people in long-term couples. So if you're listening to this and you're in a long-term couple, um, it doesn't even need to be a long-term relationship or you've got uh, a steady sexual partner or whatever, keep having the conversations, right? It is so important to have conversations. You know, I'm always pushing that in the basic universe. Always. I'm always pushing it in the basic universe. Um, so next question. Next question. Sorry, every time I say that, I remember that meme. Is it a meme or a tiny video? Whatever. The next question is from the USA, America. Um, and it goes, hello, Tiffany. I am in a long distance relationship and we are finding the distance hard. The pandemic has kept us apart and all the travel bans and waves meant we have to keep canceling and postponing trips to see each other. Not seeing each other is difficult and the lack of sex is getting a little much. What should we do? How do we solve the problems that are coming up because we are fighting more and more? So now the thing is with long distance, right? It's so... It's difficult to navigate because number one, you've got the blessing of space, but also the curse of space, right? And it comes down really to communication, like how you communicate, how much effort you're willing to put in, what you're willing to do in order to keep it afloat, right? Because also we we sometimes fall into the trap of thinking that being near each other is going to solve our problems. So I'm just going to tell a little story. I knew people who were long distance for six years. And this was before you could just jump on a jet plane and do the things. This was a time when you were still kind of writing letters. Like letters was a real thing. And SMSs cost cash money, right? Like they cost good money to send an SMS, especially abroad. And they were abroad. And they were long distance for ages. And then when they met after like six years, right, they broke up, right? Because they realized that they weren't as compatible as they thought and stuff like that. So I think with long distance, it's about looking at what it is you have. What are your strengths as a couple? Like, what is it that has that brought you together? And how can you use that to keep navigating the long distance, right? And you'll find that it's not even just the general things. It's like the smaller things that are like putting strain on your relationship. So maybe somebody is slightly busier because of work. So rather than looking at it as the problem is long distance, what is it about the long distance? Is it time zones? Because the fact that you were in USA, I'm presuming the person is not. And even if they are in the USA, like you guys have, like that country is bonkers big, like you are in two legitimately different time zones if you're in East Coast and West Coast, right? So it's a case of like, is it the time difference? Is it um, the fact that, you know, you're not speaking as much? Or is somebody feeling insecure about stuff because, you know, you know, somebody's career is doing a little bit more or somebody's got a few more friends? So I think maybe the best way to navigate this is breaking it down. Um, when it comes to the sex thing, there are so many different ways that you can figure out 
digitally having sex, right? Because the panini split us all, right? And people were doing the thing. So maybe trying stuff like Zoom dates. And I understand that it's not the same. Sometimes you want your partner there. Sometimes you just want to hold them. You want to squeeze them. But sadly, you know, COVID is not fair. Omarion is dancing all over us. And it's it's just it's a hot damn mess, right? Um, it's, it's, it's a hot mess or whatever variant guys it is now. Is it still Omarion? Who even knows anymore? Um, but like figuring out different ways. So like having Zoom sex dates, maybe not Zoom, maybe uh, Signal or Telegram, which are more secure sites, uh, platforms, and also using those sex toys that can be controlled by your partner from afar, um, that like use apps and things, sending dirty messages and stuff, and just like just living on a hope and a prayer that the borders open. But I think it's just constantly having conversations, guys. I know, I know you guys are bored. All of y'all in the basic universe are so bored right now with my like, talk to them, talk to them, talk to them. I know. But guys, that is literally the only way you can navigate the sex thing, the relationship thing, the hard times. And also with the fights, right? Because you mentioned that you're fighting more and more. So also with the fights, not focusing on what you're fighting on, but like, again, like the way I said, why you're fighting, right? Is somebody feeling insecure? Because I know when I've been through phases where I'm feeling insecure, woo, finna pick fights, finna come from my partner sideways all the time. It was a mess. Like there was a time where literally she would breathe wrong and I'd be like, mm, taking up a lot of oxygen today. Huh? Do you not know that there is a global crisis for oxygen? And you, it is all in your nostrils right now. So <laughs> it was a mess. So just thinking about the reasons you're fighting, how the fights start, and also just giving each other like a lot of grace and kindness. But, and this last piece of the advice, might you might not like it, hey? You might not like it, but it is also still there. You could also break up. If it's getting too heavy and you're fussing and fighting too much, you could also just break up. Like, that's actually even a real damn thing. I will not lie to you at all. Breaking up is also a real thing. And just being like, it's been real, but this is too hard. And breaking up, guys, there's nothing wrong with breaking up amicably, hey? There's really nothing wrong at all with breaking up amicably. Um, and just being like, we tried and it's too hard and the context is a mess. Because we also don't know when this pandemic is going to end. Um, whatever country they're in. Like, if they're in South Africa, South Africa keeps snitching on itself with variants, so keeps being banned. But um, also global South things being banned from the global North because of vaccines and things. And we're just living in a really tricky context. And we can't be like, oh, when the pandemic ends. So if it's too hard, it's also okay to walk away um, and just be like, we tried. We still love each other, but we tried. Because there's so many things that can cause breakups. And I think... We always think that we have to wait for big things like cheating or cheating or, you know, but like it's sometimes okay to just walk away. Yeah. Hey, long distance, my G. It'll, it's sometimes not the one for the drip. Like sometimes it's not the one for the drip, especially when you can't fly. Okay. Last question is from Nigeria. Oh, yes, that's another thing that I forgot to say at the top of this podcast. I like part of the reason I really like people to give me their context and their space is so I can also switch up the, the advice so it can be like varied. Right. So instead of just giving 
complete advice for somebody who lives in Nairobi or somebody who lives in Abuja or whatever, like to actually give advice for different contexts. And then it can be used in different contexts, right? So anyway, in Nigeria, I, you didn't even greet. <laughs> Not even a hello, a good morning, nothing. Just insight. Anyway, I have been vibing with this woman and recently found out she might also experience men. I thought she was a full lesbian. Now it seems she is bi-curious. Is it safe to build a relationship with a bi-curious woman? What's the probability of them changing their mind in the long run? Is this a scientist? The probability. Hey, these are, these are very uh, mathematical terms. Um, okay, number one. Yes, people are people. Like, no matter who you are building a relationship with, it's it's a gamble, right? You don't know what the future holds. You don't know what will happen. Like, and wanting to quote unquote experience men, guys, men are an experienced lord. Hey, guys, dating is the ghetto, but that's not the point. Um, in terms of quote unquote wanting to experience men, I think focusing on the gender of the sort of person that she wants to experience is not it shouldn't be the focus right i think what should be the focus is she wants to experience other people so the conversation you shouldn't be having is about her by curiosity it should be about the possibility of being non-monogamous for me that's where i zero in on this like whether she wants to experience men women gender non-conforming people self-pleasure whatever it is i think it's about having the conversation about what it means for your relationship for your sex to involve other things right so the problem is with focusing on the men thing is it could be more about you and what you feel than about her, right? So you feel that her experience, wanting to experience men is a threat, but ask yourself if she wanted to experience other women, would it be as much of a threat? And if me- experiencing men is a threat, then what is it about that? You think she's going to leave you for a man, right? So look, sis. I'm presuming, yes, because, you know, lesbian. But also, wow, don't misgender people just a thing. Look, fam, if your problem here is that she might leave you, then that's a conversation you need to have, right? Like that you'll build a relationship with this person and they might leave you. If a person's going to leave you, they're going to leave you. It doesn't matter whether it's men, women, whatever. And I think this is coming from the framework and the mindset that bisexuals cheat because of wanting to be with more than one gender. Like people cheat. Like, we've all been in these lesbian spaces where everybody is a mess. Is a mess. So, like, I think worrying about the man thing, you're giving yourself problems. You don't want peace. You want problems. Always. You're finding problems that shouldn't necessarily be there. Your question you should be asking this, honey, is do you want to be in a monogamous relationship? Because if you're talking about experiencing men, then you're talking about experiencing other bodies. And that should be the conversation. It is not the men that is the the real crux of this conversation. It is the experiencing of other bodies. So you need to ask yourself, are you willing to be in a non-monogamous relationship, right? And what does that look like? And then also sitting down and having that conversation because this, and I'm going to tell it to you hard, Yanla style, this is a you problem, my chum. This being uncomfortable with the bi-curiosity is very much a you problem, Right? People are bisexual. Sexuality is fluid. Even lesbians. I recently heard about somebody who is a, also I love that phrase, full lesbian, <laughs> who I thought was a quote-unquote full lesbian, who has a six-year-old child now. What you gonna do, player? Like, what you gonna do? Like, 
sexuality she's fluid fru 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 waves arms so yeah unpack why the men thing is such a problem for you and then have the conversation about non monogamy and then figure out this vibe with this woman and also hit me up right like you know go like the page also everyone should go to basically life under slash pod and follow the page right you got to go to basically life under slash pod and do the things um yeah hit me up tell me how it's going right i'm curious to know i won't tell nobody don't worry. i don't tell nobody i got your secrets anyway let me wrap up this episode of holla in a hotspot answering all your basic questions no all your burning questions i forgot the tagline yeah three episodes in i've already forgotten the tagline thank you all for the ba- to the basic universe for sending in your questions please keep them coming keep them flowing keep them going i love answering them as i said i am curious about all of y'all um and look i'm still your host tiff mugo and this is basically life and i am telling you to calm your tits it is never that serious